Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Oh, it totally is, because this is episode 43 of the Wicked Anime Podcast, a podcast about anime and, and stuff. And uh, I'm Dylan, and with me is a hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. It's been a while. Uh, stupid, awesome analyst, John. Yo. And I forgot what Christine was. Christine is the anime noob. She also seconds as our quote-unquote PR person. Yeah. Because she gets us fans. She does. It's weird. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> I was just about to say I still haven't heard her talk. <laughs> Fun fact, it's also tomorrow's our, our first year anniversary of dating. Godzilla approves. Yeah. But you didn't see Godzilla, Christine. I no. did. I was with you. Oh, you were. <laughs> I don't remember that You forget at all. me. I feel like this together. happens every time Christine is on. She's like, yeah, I was there. That's how much they remember me. <laughs> when... When did we go see Godzilla? With Alexander and Kelly. Oh, Kelly was there too? Yeah. We went to Five Guys after and everything. We need to have an intervention for Man, Andrew. I'm so tired. <laughs> Andrew actually hasn't even seen Godzilla yet. We just didn't have the heart to tell Don't him. Don't you remember? He was like a guest star in his own movie. Well, that just goes without saying. He accidentally saw Think Like a Man too, and that's what he thought. <laughs> That's who it was, but... Yeah, uh, you were in that chick flick. I don't think... Is, is Think Like a Man to consider a chick flick? Nah. Uh, I don't even know. Who's even in that? It's more of like a romantic it's, it's about... I think it's about like just a group of dudes trying to throw a bachelor party, and then it's also about a group of chicks doing a bachelorette oh, party. right, right. Okay. I don't know. Steve Harvey wrote a book that it's based on, sort of, I think. Steve Harvey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is Steve Harvey. Yeah. I don't know if he wrote a book called Think Like a Man 2, but he wrote the book <laughs> Think Like a Man. So we eventually talk about this anime is an podcast. An, yeah, this is an anime podcast. <laughs> the number one Steve Harvey referenced anime podcast. <laughs> uh, Family Feud is a good show. <laughs> yes. With Richard Karn. Oh. <laughs> okay, so it's time to ring the news bell. News. Cool. So... <laughs> Discotech Media continues to be the best anime distributor in America because they are finally 
giving a license to violence Jack. Yes, no more bootleg footage at our hardcore anime panel. And we can tell people to buy it. Yes, because it will be at Anime Boston, just like Mad Bull was. Mad Bull was at Anime Boston. Yeah, so violence Jack is coming out in 2015, uh, being redistributed by Discotech Media. It's going to be, I hopefully it's going to be completely uncut in the original form. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past Discotech because they're... Oh, yeah, if, if they release Mad Bull the way they did, then they're going to release... Um, I don't know, man. Violence Jack is... Well, because violent... For all of you who don't know, Violence Jack is notorious for being the most violent anime ever released. Uh, in fact, when it came to America, distributed by Manga Corporation, the show didn't even make sense because they cut it to Swiss cheese. I say this at every hardcore anime panel because it is the most interesting thing about anime ever because then Critical Mass got a hold of it and Critical Mass released the real cut. And you can't find those cuts anymore. Well, because Critical Mass doesn't exist. And wasn't the four kids version like 30 seconds long? (laughs) If they made a four kids version of Violence Jack, I would still watch it because that would be called Happy Jack. Christine, you can care. It's it's pretty violent, right? You're you're the audience member in this. Which clip was that? Where everybody's being raped and cut in half. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) gross. Okay, so next up in media news, we have an announcement from Crunchyroll. This is probably the best thing that's been announced uh, from Crunchyroll in a while. That JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is getting a premiere of its English dub, and it's going the same night um, as the Anime Expo premiere. So Anime Expo is premiering this. And the cast is amazing. Like, I can't believe that they, uh, for Joseph Joestar, they got Richard Epcar, who is, is most famous for Bato and Ghost, Ghost in the, the Shell. Shell. And then uh, Jojo, or Jojo, Jotaro yeah. is, um, is Matt Mercer, who recently, he's known for playing Leon Kennedy in the Resident Evil series. Tiger from Thundercats. Tiger from Thundercats <laughs> for Andrew. And uh, most <laughs> uh, recently, he was Levi in Attack on Titan. Yes. Did we meet him? Yes. Okay. He's a super nice guy, and actually, you can see the clip at the beginning of Andrew's Go Go Nippon review. Uh, we got Matt Mercer's intro endorsement clip for Wicked Anime in the front of that. Yeah. So that's Matt Mercer. Go watch the Go Go Nippon review. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? Yeah. What was the other voice? The the last one was oh Patrick Seitz as Dio. Yes, that's what it is. So they released those three characters. They have not released who is uh, Abdul. They do not have Holly. They don't have um, Polnareff. Uh, well, Polnareff doesn't throw show up in the first three episodes, but Kakioin does. Yeah. So I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so, so next up on the media circuit, uh, this one I was kind of conflicted as to whether or not put this in strange news or media news, but I figured that it went more towards media news because it's it's an event that's happening. Or It's not happening yet. It's not official. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. But via Anime News Network, Project H's Twitter feed announced that they are going to be starting up a hentai convention. Project H <laughs> is, a, is an, a hentai distributor, and they have something called the Hentai Festival every year at Anime Expo. They have panels and stuff where they, they talk about new releases and everything like that. And they just recently announced, or they teased, that they are planning on making a full-on hentai convention. Where at? Do you know? No, they, they, they have. Re- yeah, no. they have not announced that. They don't know where it is yet. I'm I'm assuming that it's going to be on 
the West Coast somewhere just because, because of Anime Expo. Of Anime Expo. But they said mm-hmm. it was quote unquote in the works. Right. So we don't know when we're even going to get to see it. It could be 2015, 16, I don't know. But we did bring bring this up to Cap, our producer, and he basically said, how that- do we get Wicked Anime to get there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, we gotta be there for when the history is made. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're here for history. That's exactly what it is. And I read uh, hentai for the articles. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna stick by that statement too. <laughs> Christine would come with us. Would you, Christine? Andrew wouldn't remember if you did, though. <laughs> Probably not. You'd be too distracted. <laughs> uh, but uh, you still wouldn't answer our question. Would you come with us? <laughs> It's not that hard a question. It sounds like a yes. Just say yes and move on. (laughs) A few few questions. Uh, Are they going to have voice actors there? Yeah. uh, No no release details. Um, And I would hope that it would be the Japanese voice actress because whoever watches the hentai in English, if you've seen it ever, it's like, whoa. Like, that's not good. But if they, they could, however, they could get Tom Whalen to go. As, oh, as, yeah. Dick, as Dick Tripwire, because that is his, because that well, because um, that was his quote unquote hentai. Yeah, when he, when he worked at Central Park Media, that's um, he he was uh, Tom Whalen for regular animes that they released, and like he, Pokemon. Yeah, and he was Dick Tripwire for the hentai's that they released. Wow. So um, second so, question: How many people do you think are going to dress up like octopuses? <laughs> Octopi. More than half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact. The one thing I would I would probably want to go with like tentacles on my fingers, just like like with a microphone with tentacles on on the ends of my fingers. You're gonna be that guy. The other thing that I'm thinking of is how big the first convention would be because if you if you recall when Otakon did Otakon Vegas, when they moved from Baltimore to their their show in Vegas. It was significantly smaller by like, like or ten times the amount of people weren't there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really not. It was really small, which is which is weird because a Vegas and b Otakon, one of the biggest conventions in the United States. What I'm confused about is if they do this first ever hentai convention, is it going to be something like the size of FAE, where it's like six rooms and, and <laughs> that you rotate around in, and uh, you can count the, the people on one hand who actually attend? Granted, uh, FAE didn't have any hentai booths, so imagine like all that dealer's room just being all hentai stuff. Yeah. Like, that's more than any convention ever. It'll be like the crowded AB at the Dojin table. See, and, and what I was thinking, what I was saying was, would there be, like, one regular anime table, and that's the table everybody's huddled around? Like, cause it's you know, really taboo to, like, walk over to it. You feel <laughs> well, a little embarrassed. Yeah, so, no, you know, but, but Dylan, if, you go, if you've ever been to a hentai booth at a, um, at a convention, nobody is embarrassed. In fact, everybody is crowded around, walks over to it, and is, like, asking, like, shameless questions to the people who work there because everybody there is shameless. Or, like, last time when I went there and had no idea what the booth was about and walked <laughs> up and was like, oh my gosh. And oh, like her- when John was at that Yaoi booth. Yeah, exactly yeah. like the time I was at that Yaoi booth. That was weird. Yeah, That's- what are we excited for here, guys? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that was my reaction. I went and looked at another booth while they spent probably 45 minutes at the table. <laughs> Dude, those NNA guys were awesome to talk to. Like we were having like conversations. I look at things for the art. Yeah, there are artists there, like like famous anime artists now. 
like or famous manga artists. Like I was like, uh, basically, I went up to the guy and I was just like, "Do you have any Black Lagoon?" He's like, "No, we're all sold out of Black Lagoon." But I have the artist of Black Lagoon who does other art, and I was like, "Really? Can I see it?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and so, and so he, he basically pulled out like all these all these uh, books that were done by the Black Lagoon artist, and you know, it was just it was hentai that looks like Black Lagoon with just different characters. Like, it was crazy. A more fun one is we, Sergeant Frog. We found the the artist who did Sergeant Frog. Which, if you don't know what Sergeant <laughs> Frog is, it's it's the it's invad- a kid show. It's the it's the kid show, which is like the Invaders in of Japan, and it's really adorable. And the art looks exactly the same in this <laughs> anti book. So next up in media news, we actually have something that is somewhat related to you know the the Pro- whole Project H thing and the hentai convention showing up. Yeah. Okay. So we had this story that came from CNN a couple of days ago, which was talking about child pornography and manga or not even manga but hentai you know but it's i mean it's a weird argument because it seems to come from the side of of people who are talking about this this news story came from cnn and cnn kind of sent sent a guy to japan (laughs) sent a guy he sent a uh they sent him to japan to look at these uh stores with comic books and doujins all these kinds of things where, you know, you walk down the hall and all of a sudden you're in all the doujins and, uh, and everybody looks like little girls. But he was the guy who really didn't understand the culture of anime and where things are coming from. Uh, where, yes, we here at Wicked Anime do not say anything of the sort that child pornography is okay because that is terrible. The same way that Kanakamatsu uh, said. Yeah, they uh, the guy who um, Kanakamatsu who who created Love Hina and um, Negima he weighed in on this. Yeah, and and said yes, child pornography and pedophilia is a terrible, terrible thing, and that is absolutely the case. But it's being compared to art, uh, and it seems like the people who are arguing this are the same kind of people who, when anime first popped up, it was either oh you're either watching Pokemon or porn. Yep. And that's really and that's really what it comes down to. This re- this issue really kind of th- by the way, we're going to put this this link in the description cuz it's really important uh, to check out and see if anybody wants to weigh in yeah. on it. It it kind of follows the rule the the rules of because they're talking about does do these kinds of mangas lead to pedophilia? And my opinion is no. If somebody if somebody's kind of messed in the head like that already, this is only going to kind of Push the push the envelope. It's uh, the same way that people argue in America that video games cause school shootings. Exactly. Uh, that's just where we stand on on the, this specific article. We're not saying that we condone loli hentai at all. Because not we don't. Yeah, we're not saying yeah. we we're not saying we condone uh, really any kind of doges or hentai. I mean, we're not we're not like. Nothing like that. We're just kind of telling our side of the story as far as an art form goes. Where yes, people make money off of this and jobs can get ruined. I don't know. It's 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 such a gray area. Like this is not a black and white situation. I honestly, it just doesn't. I don't see the appeal of it, anyways. So I don't really care whether they put a ban on it or not. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I agree with what uh, with what you guys had said about it, but that's just sort of my feeling towards it. Yeah, and uh, and kind of what they're doing is is they're kind of lumping it all together, where they're saying like all these characters look like little girls. It's not just like not just the lowly ones, 
but they're like clearly there is a, like these these characters look young. They say they're not young, but they are young, and and that's kind of just the art form. They actually talk about in in this article, you know, the use of kawaii and moe, and they they touch on all those subjects, which is which is interesting, you know, at the at the way that they you know add that in there, saying like we don't mean for it to be children. It's just cute. Actually, you know, it's like, like though granted there are a lot of hentais and dojins with children. Yeah, I know that it does exist out there and I think that's wrong. And I don't think that those ones should exist in the same way that, you know, on on a certain level of of artistic form because it's just morally wrong regardless of where you look at it. I mean, there are some artists out there even who are defending it and saying that no one's being hurt by it. You know, yeah, it's not, it's not yeah, actually yeah. it's not actually children who are yeah, they're who, who, like not actual children or or anybody who's actually involved in hentai, which is is a really weird double edge like argument. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a super gray area. Like this is the grayest of the gray. <laughs> I know that the um, <laughs> it's the grayest I, of the gray with Liam Neeson. <laughs> uh, and you know Ken Akamatsu kind of went in. He's like, look at my comic books. Even I draw char- like uh, teenage characters in sexual situations. He's like, yeah, but they're not actually like doing like sexual. Th- like there's nothing happening to them. They're just yeah. they're just in a bathtub like normal people do. And it's it's weird. It's it's really weird. Um, I know that this is an issue that. Uh, the comic book legal defense fund yes. brings up all the time. Yes. I like the comic book legal defense fund. They they do a lot of good things. They actually helped out in a, a lot of situations that have gotten people in in trouble. You know, like re- remember a long time ago we talked about that story about that guy who got held in crossing the border in Canada for for having anime on his computer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's they, they helped him through that. You know, and and they're there to stick up for it. They they actually have a banner that says manga is not a crime. Uh, I think that's the point that they're hitting here as well. I, I that that all art forms should be allowed. Let's move on to something a little bit more fun, or, or less less piece of media news. Um, Dylan, this is the piece that you sent us about the Knights of Sidonia anime. The the Muse song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Knights of Sidonia, which is going to be the first original anime to premiere on Netflix. Yep. Man, I actually kind of peeked at the story and I saw Knights of on Netflix, and I was kind of hoping it was like Knights of Tyrannagog. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish that show was on there. <laughs> Can you imagine just the whale, whale? I'm doing nothing. <laughs> the whale guy. Oh. <laughs> We've told the story multiple times, but for those who need a refresher, Knights of, I think Knights of Tyrannano. Is it Tiernano or Tiernagog? It's. I think I always said Tiernagog, but I think it is Tiernano. I, I think don't know where Sean I got that up. from. Yeah. Um, every, every, all the knights have like swords that. This shoot. is this is a Sentai show. Yeah. And they're, and they're like medieval knights. But yeah, like, it's like Power Rangers, but they're medieval knights. All the knights have swords that that shoot lasers and stuff like that, except for the white knight, which has a flail that he only swings around his head while the rest of them are shooting lasers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in the intro. It shows everyone shooting a laser, and then behind them, there's just a guy spinning a flail above his head. Oh, man. Anyway, well, Knights of Sidonia. Yeah, it's premiering on Netflix, I think, for the summer anime. Yeah, I think it's July 4th or 8th. I forget which number I remembered seeing. Cool. So it might be up by the time this uh, this podcast is out. What did you – did you read anything about the story or what what did you think about? Oh, no, wait. I did. Um, The story is actually really interesting now that I think about it or now that I remember. Um, 
it it's kind of like Titan AE in in a in a way where yeah, yeah. yeah where there's like Earth has been destroyed and there's Earth inhabitants uh, on this ship called Sidonia and there's this race of people who live on Sidonia who are genetically altered humans who were made on Sidonia and I think it's like some sort of interaction between the two I, I don't have the full story based on it but that's the the very bare bones premises that you get from us wicked anime guys <laughs> but I, I totally check it out I mean we have Netflix mine as well it's kind of our job <laughs> alright no. No, no, I found the intro sorry <laughs> Sweet. Perfect. That's it for media news. We don't really have too much gaming news, but if we want to talk about this real quick, E3, we talked about it in our last podcast, which was only our speculation because we hadn't seen yeah, E3 yet. It, yeah, it hadn't happened yet. But E3 has now happened, and we can talk about certain it's stuff. It's been long gone by yeah. the time you're hearing this. Oh, yeah. It's been so long gone. So this is kind of like a refresher course for you. And which first off, it's going to be quick. Really disappointed there is no Hobo Life Simulator. There is a rock simulator. Have you seen that? A rock as in, as in like... A, as in you watch a rock. As, like an earth mineral? Yeah, it's it's on Indiegogo. Uh, you can back it. If you pay them 50 bucks, they'll send you three actual rocks. <laughs> this is and, a, it's an actual thing. And that's as strange as it gets. Yeah. Um, so uh, as a quick breakdown, um, Microsoft actually did really, really well this year. Uh, mm-hmm. They picked it up. From from their pre- previous years, they weren't all apps and uh, anything. They actually they actually talked about things people wanted to hear. Minus, in my opinion, Call of Duty. Because I mean, surprise, Call of Duty. Really? I mean, stop making those games, please. Um, yeah, but this was what I was waiting for. The reason why I don't have an Xbox One or a PS4 was because the library wasn't there. So now that E3 happened this year, I'm kind of convinced to get both. It, well, especially because Xbox One will have. Um, what you playing, Christine? Mario Kart. <laughs> we'll let you know when you can join the conversation again. Thank you. Uh, Xbox One will have Sunset Overdrive, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Then, um, I'll try that. And then I missed the PlayStation Conference. I had to go to sleep. PlayStation Conference was good. I don't remember exactly everything that was in it, but I remember it being good, but not as good as, as Xbox's, believe it or not. And then let's just go straight to the one that's kind of relevant, which is Nintendo. Yeah, um, Splatoon. Splatoon. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I'm all about Splatoon. Splatoon, the open world Zelda, release dates for Smash Brothers, which is cool. Not much else on Monster Hunter 4. From my, <laughs> I did, however, watch them live stream it, which is pretty awesome. That's it. That's, that's it for E3. That, that's all for E3. We, okay, we can pass on, on that then. It's, so, by, the, by now, you've probably already heard tons about E3. <laughs> and you probably don't care. You've probably yeah, even every, just Yeah, everything moved on we now. could say about it, I'm sure you would have probably heard already. Even Christine has tuned out. She's playing Mario Kart. Although they did release, like, this, I don't think this was at E3, but recently they released, uh, maybe it was, I don't remember, a 30 minute demo of the Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pains. It looks really cool. They didn't release a demo, but the trailer that they showed during the um, Sony conference was like awe-inspiring. When did yeah, yeah, it happen? looks really, really fun. Like the open-world aspect like, is pretty cool, but they also added in this new thing I've never seen in a Metal Gear game, where you have a thing called home base, and it's an actual place you can go to and customize and expand and build upon. And while you're actually playing the game, you can capture people to send back to home base and then they become your soldiers yeah join or die (laughs) yeah you can do the same thing with vehicles um 
sheep. You can find a sheep, send him back. Yeah, you could do the soldiers thing in uh, Peace Walker. Yeah, yeah. It's I think Phantom Pains is close to a sequel to Peace Walker, but then again, the Metal Gear storyline is so confusing to me. I, I could be entirely wrong. All I know was that I was super impressed by the Phantom Pains trailer, and I've never played a Metal Gear Solid game in my entire life. Shame on me. Yeah. Time for some strange news. Yep, it's time for gaming news. Time to move on to some strange news. Strange news. What? Okay. First up in strange news, this is actually an old story, and it's made its way around the internet quite a bit. So it's probably old news in this case, but it's still our show, and we're going to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, China Uh hospitals in China have created a hands-free sperm extractor for hospitals. Uh, I I don't know what. If you guys have seen the pictures for that, it's it's pretty funny. It's it's just it's literally like it looks like a parking meter. Yeah, they're like With, as close as urinals are to one another. Yeah, I know. there's some. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> I, I mean, just did uh, they say what they'd be used for? What well, like? Well, I would imagine that it would be for donations. Yeah, for the, uh, sperm donors. But I don't know why China would want sperm donors because they want to keep their population controlled. Unless, unless that's why they are doing it. They're having people. <laughs> unless you, they're putting them in bathrooms just for the heck of it. <laughs> See, like maybe they're maybe they're. Um... Oh, that's so gross! <laughs> I thought I thought when you posted that, I thought the the following headline in China would be hospital janitors quit in exponential numbers, <laughs> all time high. <laughs> oh man, the places we could we could go with this story is just not touching it. I, well, a lot of people are... I don't think many people would want to. A lot of people are, are commenting, when do the home versions come out? Uh, yeah, you can go on J-List for those. <laughs> Put that in our list of things that explode in China uh, later on. <laughs> uh, no, oh, I, I get what you're saying. I, I get it. I, I think that we should leave on the high note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will then. Um, so now... <laughs> Dylan is just like, bail. <laughs> So next up in strange news, have you guys heard about this with North Korea? They're declaring that Seth Rogen's new film, The Interview, oh, yeah. is going to be declared an act of war if it's released. See now, and I've seen a lot of people um, disputing whether this is real or not. Like, it, it, as a news source, like people are like, oh, that's faked. Like, they're just trying to create more propaganda against North Korea. That's that's true, because it was on Yahoo News when I saw it. I said, well, do they need more I, propaganda? It doesn't yeah. seem like that fun of a place. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, and that's what they're saying. Like, a lot of comments that I was reading were really crazy. Like, people were saying, dude, people are actually really happy in North Korea, and they're really, like, not oppressed, and they get fed, and I was like, I was signed Kim Jong-un. I was just about to say. Like, and I was was like, dude, there are documentaries about North Korea of people who have gotten in there and filmed it. Basically, this this commenter was not defending North Korea, but as as he quoted, nah, I like, I'm not that's that's not what he said. Um, Anyway, uh, Um, but, but he was arguing for, like, against American propaganda, like, saying, like, oh, this is just American American slander, because North Korea isn't that bad, and he said South Korea and North Korea are actually friends. So, Seth Rogen's new movie is about assassinating... Coming to a theater near you. (laughs) How crazy would it be, though, if Seth Rogen and James Franco brought upon World War III? 
I, I would say bring it on. Like, I, honestly, honest, what is North Korea going to do? Yeah, like, if, if North Korea wants to make World War Three, World War Three is going to be really easy. <laughs> what? But, like, if you just think about it in, like, in terms of history, I, the, like, First World and Second World War was were sort of brought upon by, like, these really prolific assassinations and things like that. And then, like, World War Three, oh, you know, a couple comedians made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's, it's it would kind of be, it would kinda be like the assassination of Franz Ferdinand because that's a band. So <laughs> there you go. So uh, last in strange news, we have an ongoing saga that we've been talking about in multiple podcasts over the past couple weeks, couple multiple weeks, that, where we've been following these idols who have had these. Uh, gathering events. Gathering events for meeting, you know, like buy you buy a, a product and you get a ticket to to meet an idol. Pretty standard. Yeah, uh, you know, you know the drill by now. So <laughs> there was this story of I did one of our fans send this to us. Is this the saw? No, that was la- I know that was last week. No, okay. So I I'm sorry if you did send this to us. I don't remember, but I'm gonna read the story and let us know. In fan service, and we'll be sure to correct that next time. Nana Mizuki was doing this promotion where in if you bought bags of chips, there could be tickets in the bag to meet her on stage. Like, you go up on stage during her idol pop idol concert, and you could meet her. So huh. there was this fan who spent 300,000 yen on potato chips and as a matter of fact he bought 89 boxes of this potato chips and and in each box was a thousand bags oh my god so he bought 89,000 bags of potato chips <laughs> weighing in at 460 pounds of potato <gasps> chips of course he didn't eat 460 pounds of potato chips no he went uh, to, took all these bags of potato chips and he went around to six different wooded areas around Tokyo and he dumped them all. <laughs> so there's 460, almost 500 pounds of potato chips just around the border of Tokyo. And <laughs> he was actually arrested for, for this because he got caught. Um, <laughs> and what brings this all together, full circle, is that this ended up disappointing the pop idol Nana Mizuki because she is actually a part of a group called Marugomi, who is a litter cl- a litter cleanup group. <laughs> so this guy littered 500 pounds of potato chips in forests so that he could meet this pop idol who is very prominent in in, in making sure you don't litter. Yeah. <laughs> and so, within trying to meet his favorite pop idol, he ended up disappointing her. Oh, that's so sad. It is so sad. So I, that's that's a strange sketch. I, um, that's so sad. <laughs> He's like, oh no, Hollywood written. You should make a movie. I don't about remember that. seeing that story anywhere. I don't remember where I found it. It's not an actual story. John made it up. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is so believable. <laughs> Good job, John. Thank you. I, I worked really hard on that one. So that's it for uh, news. So we are going to move on to what we're watching. We don't have a lot of what we're currently watching. We'll go over a couple things. But what we're really going to do for this section now is talk about the new season of anime. Uh, so let's start off with what we have watched. Dylan, go ahead. Um, I saw the English remake of Old Boy recently. Uh, I I guess I'm not going to go into too many of the details because it, it, 
it's easy to spoil that movie, or at least the ending. Um, but yeah, it, I did not. Uh, I didn't. I, I sort of liked it, but I certainly didn't think it had the gravity of the original film. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. Is uh, I was ba- I was basically told don't watch it because because but the person who I got feedback from just hated it so much. He was just like, forget it. Yeah, it, don't even bother. It's sort of parts of it are like a shot for shot remake, and then the details that they did change are the parts that certain that make it worse. So I don't <laughs> know why it's why it was necessary to make the film, but. Um, I saw that, and then a, a while ago now, I forgot to mention that I saw the um, first couple episodes of Captain Earth, which was, uh, wasn't that the one you tr- tried to get me to watch a while ago? Yeah, yes. it was Bones' new mecha anime. Yeah. The first episode I thought was really confusing, and then, but I... Surprise! I, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I think I watched three episodes, and it started to make a little bit more sense after that. Typical Bones fashion, it's just sort of... The, a lot of their animes don't... The first episodes don't really feel like a first episode. Yeah, they just kind of you throw you I mean? into it. Yeah. yeah. There, I mean, it's a good idea to like start a story in the middle of the action, but I always feel like they're starting... Like they're putting you in the middle of exposition, where like <laughs> you're like, why is why is this a thing? And... It's just sort of like, oh, it's a thing. <laughs> Am I really watching episode one? Yeah. That's yeah. actually kind of how I felt when I started watching Brotherhood. Because Brotherhood starts in, like right in the action. Like it starts out with explosions and war and craziness. Yeah, but you weren't confused as to like who yeah, the bad guy was. Or like, which I was at the, at least during a part of the first episode. I forget when that became clear. It's another Bones anime, so it's pretty to look at and... Sometimes hard to understand. <laughs> cool. All right. I I don't really have anything new that I've watched. You know what I did? I did buy though. I bought. Um, I, I added to the collection uh, the High School of the Dead OVA. <laughs> oh yeah, Jonathan actually picked that up on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> I found it in a Newberry Comics for four bucks, and uh, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll make a. I'll I'll use it for an episode. Yeah. So I made a, so I can make a four dollar joke. I'm gonna make a, a bargain bin episode for it. Bargain Ben's the new series that I'm starting up for Wicked Anime when I have time. Okay, so moving on to this new season of Summer 2014 Anime, which, ha- has any of it started yet? I feel like uh, that it started... It's, some of them are starting in, like, a week. So we were gonna go through and, and talk about ones that... Oh, so by the time this this podcast comes out, yes, they will have started. Yeah. There's a lot of really interesting anime going on this season. Like, I, I was making a list of, like, things that I wanted to watch, and I, I was like, this is a really long list of things I want to try. First off, I'll watch a show based on the artwork. You yeah. know, like, if I look at a, at a cover and I have no idea what it's about, but I see that the artwork is good, I will watch it. That's, like, every single show this season. Everything looks gorgeous. There's a couple on here that I, I, I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I did not notice there's going to be a Sword Art Online 2. Yeah, Sword Art Online 2 starts this season, which is awesome because I'm pretty sure Funimation has already snagged it, you know, for a second season. Oh, yeah. And I've, I found out that the Sword Art Online 2 show follows the light novels which is actually it follows the third arc of the story so i think they did did they play the second arc they that must have been the, the second fairies. arc would be the fairies yeah so sword art online 2 follows the third book in the light novel series which i guess kirito like he finds himself in the same situation as the game he's he's <laughs> doing it 
to Not save again. Well, no, he's he's doing it willingly to save people. I think that's what the idea of it is. Hmm. Huh. So so there's Sword Art Online too. It, it's slowly uncovering itself as to what story it's going to be. If you read the light novels, you already know we haven't because it doesn't have any pictures in it. Next one I want to talk about obviously is Space Dandy Two. Yeah, and apparently that one is being simulcasted uh, alongside the release. Yeah, Japan, so it's so. going to it's my DVR is going to be filling up again on it for Adult Swim. Did you ever finish watching the first season? I had. I, I watched it as it came out. Andrew has not. Yeah, I'm still on episode eight. And you should continue watching because it's 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 just as good as it all, as it's always been. Yeah. Well, if you go to the bottom of that list, there's another one down there that I 100 percent want to watch, and that's Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, the horror, the new horror anime that's coming out this season that uh, looks pretty bloody, looks pretty fantastic. I will check that out. <laughs> Let's set it up back up to the top of the list. Start at the top, which I wanted to talk about. I, I actually posted this one on our Facebook page a long time ago when it was first announced. Was Akami Got Kill. Which is a super violent anime, apparently. Like, really? The, the manga was really good. It's really popular. It's I've never even heard of it. Tatsumi is a fighter who just got robbed by a pretty girl, but it, and his luck seems to be looking up as another pretty girl has taken him in. What he doesn't know is that this girl is about to be visited by a family of assassins, including the girl who robbed him, and they might just be the good guys and be recruiting. Okay, so the girl he got, he got robbed from is the good guys, and is probably going to be looking to recruit this guy who's who's a fighter to become an assassin with them. But, but yeah, if he, got, if he got robbed, he can't be that good of a fighter. I, I guess he's he, well. He's being put on the side of the people who got robbed by, so so he could be made better. So he he can rob like the pretty girls. Aren't the pretty girls in two separate factions? I don't know. I have to watch. <laughs> it. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch it. So I we guess. get that description. <laughs> And there's uh, a couple an- uh, mecha animes coming out. Yeah, Dylan, uh, I'm sure you'll be interested. Yeah, the, uh, I'm not gonna watch them. Yeah, that second one on there looks like, Noah a, Zero. like a cool picture, but um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to see. That one's an alternate history, which seems pretty cool. I want to yeah. watch. Um, I want to watch the, uh, the uh, Barakamon there because it's a slice of life comedy. And I, and I really, really, really enjoy the slice of life comedies. It's about calligraphy, which is really interesting when you get into the cultural slice of life because you get the comedies. And then there's another one, another slice of life that's coming out called Glass Lip, which yes. is yes. it's about six high school students who want to learn how to become glass blowers. It's like, how can you make an interesting story about that? But I'm really intrigued by it. And the art looks amazing. Just making bongs all the, all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm super interested in it. I want to find out what it's about. You know? So, I mean, Glass Lip. That seems really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, and the, yeah, the Barakamon. Uh, apparently, it's, it, that's another one based off of a manga, obviously. But, uh, you know, a guy moves into a new town and he has annoying neighbors like and like but i mean they're kids and i guess it's it's him and his interaction with his annoying neighbor kids or something like that hmm. so it seems like it could be funny and then there's the next one that i was interested in called uh, dramatical murders this one it kind of gave me a sword art online kind of vibe but it also gave me the kind of the Gerard Butler movie gamer kind of vibes. It's a fighting, like the characters in this story play a fighting game called uh, Rhyme. And it has and to do with there's a pretty girl who robs him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it if Gerard Butler's in it. <laughs> Gerard Butler hasn't been in a movie in forever. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever. <laughs> but it's about fighting games and, and like I said, it gave me that, that video game uh, sort of online vibe, so I'm gonna, I want to check it out. Next. Cool. How about that love stage anime? <laughs> Let's get, let's get Sean talk to that watch up. that. Yeah, we should get Sean to watch We should it. get Sean to watch Love Stage. That would be funny. He won't do it. <laughs> yeah, Majimoji Rurumo. Majimoji Rurumo. Majimoji Rurumo. Basically, it's about a summoner who, summoned, or who summons a witch who can grant him a wish. And apparently, when the more he makes wishes, the more it kills him. He, so he wishes, uh, or he gets this wit, witch to uh, do uh, something for him. Uh, but then she's supposed to take his soul, but she doesn't. And so he wishes for her to come back, but because that happens, she be all of a sudden she gets demoted as like a, a witch in training. So so it's like about this boy and then the witch in training, and but and he can grant grant him any wish he wants, but the more he wishes, the more it kills him. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. it looks kind of neat. I'll check it out. I find it weird that there's a lot of studios here who, or, or a lot of animes here who don't have studios. You notice that? Yeah, to be announced. Yeah, studio to be announced. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> Let's see. We got a couple boob animes this season. Momo. Yeah. Yeah, Momo. Momo. Uh, Kyun Sword. Um, <clears throat> Psychopath's new version, which is that is pretty awesome because they're basically taking the series that came out uh, a while ago. And putting them into hour-long episodes, like kind of like an HBO special series. And seeing that I missed out on Psychopaths, I'm gonna check that out because because uh, I, I really wanted to see Psychopaths. It's like right up my alley as far as uh, cyberpunk stuff goes. Mm-hmm. Was Persona Persona Four the gold animation is on this list? Was that an anime before it was a game? It was not. I, I actually don't think there's been a Persona 4 anime. I think it was a game first. Yeah, it yeah, was. That's, um, what I, that's what I thought, so I was surprised to see it on here as an anime. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole um, uh, Denganronpa thing, how Denganronpa got an anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of, it's, it's that deal. So I, if you're a Persona 4 fan, there you go. Yeah, exactly. And we do know a lot of Persona 4 fans. So Let's see, this one seems kind of funny. The Rokyo Juma no Shinryakushisha. Ooh. <laughs> Messed that up. Ryokojima is uh, 
an anime about a guy who moves into an apartment for 50 bucks a month. And the reason for that is because it's haunted by ghosts, but all the ghosts are really cute girls. Surprise! Yeah, who are trying to... But, like, it's funny because, like, they're trying to scare him out of the apartment, but they're, like, cute girls, so you can't do anything about it. But See, I, think it's, I think it sounds funny. I, I passed over that one because I saw guy moves into an apartment with ghost girls, and I was like, what? Nanana's buried treasure. Like, it's the same exact thing. But, is it? Uh, I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, because Nana's Buried Treasure is about a guy who moves into an apartment, and there's a ghost girl living there. She doesn't scare him out. She's like his friend. But uh, but they're looking for her buried treasure. And uh, and so I saw that, and I was like, ah, same premise. I'll move on. But that one actually sounds funnier than Nana. It sounds like Casper, but like a harem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the thing about it is it doesn't sound like a boob anime, you know, like it, or they don't make it seem like that. It, they make it seem like it's supposed to be cute rather than as long as it doesn't give me the my, recently my sister is unusual vibe. <laughs> yeah, he's got all these cute ghost girls and he picks his sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Don't laugh at that just yet. <laughs> Saba Gebu looks really good. It's about middle school. That's a it's a it's a shojo. It's for girls. I know it's a shojo, but I still think the premise sounds good. It's it's about like middle school girls doing doing military training drills. That sounds like every anime so, about so it's like anime ROTC. ROTC. What? You don't know what that is? You don't no. Know what that is. I, th- I believe that's what they call it. It's like a pre-military thing you can do in high school. In college. Well, this is middle school. <laughs> yeah, it would still apply. <laughs> There are people laughing really hard at that at home. <laughs> Godzilla. Right. There we go. And then the other one that interests me on the list was Zonkyu no Terror. Which, um, yeah, which uh, there's been like a lot of controversy behind it when it first came out, which is like, oh, that looks like the Twin Towers, which how cool would it be if, if, uh, if Tokyo made an homage to 9-11. I think that would be cool if they made a series about it. Well, like, the series is about two kids who bomb a building. It's like a mix between, between you know, 9-11 and the marathon bombings. Yeah. Like, it's, it's exactly that story, which is weird. I mean, if you see the poster for it, it's two guys standing on the side, and then there's a girl in the middle, and behind them there's two... Yeah, towers I, that it looks exactly like 9 I, I, I really thought it was the, the two towers. Interestingly, this is a Shinichiro Watanabe. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's anime. right. So this is straight up Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I, I am. I'm. I'm totally into checking it out. You know, as long as it's not. I saw a news article on the internet. I don't know if it was real or not, but it basically said Obama says don't jump to conclusions about new anime. <laughs> Like, yeah, I was just like, I don't think so. <laughs> Were they talk- specifically talking about yeah, that? Yeah, they said he he said he said that because uh, Obama jumped to a conclusion about another anime. I forget which one it was, but it was one I watched uh, about how it has to do with something. I was just like, Obama has nothing to do with anything. What crap. Obama really said was, "This is a declaration of war." <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's and there's a, a couple more on here that I would totally check out like the Hana Yamada, that one's done by Madhouse. It, that's enough for me to watch it. Oh yeah, Madhouse, that'd be freaking sweet. It's it's a sign-in slice of life, which means it's for older males and it's a slice of life. It's it's about a girl who learns how to dance. <laughs> it's the target is older men, so who knows? Creepy. Yeah, <laughs> Bakumatsu Rock 
That one seems interesting. It seems like it's going to be really stylish. It, nah, but it's done by Studio Dean, and we've had some bad experience with Studio Dean. It's kind of like like a Japanese Footloose that takes place in the 19th century. Yeah, <laughs> and see, and and that's just it. Uh, when things popping up for Studio Dean, I see that the the major reaction to Studio Dean showing up is people saying, "Uh, Studio Dean." I would try it, I guess. You know, in the way that the it's about rock music, and rock music is illegal, but some dude wants to play rock music, so... But it takes place in, in, in the 19th century, which doesn't have rock music, you know? I mean, it's... I, I, feel, I feel like that there's, like, other good things that people can check out. Yeah, if you guys want to send us information on any of these animes, please do. Uh, if, you wanna, if you want us to look into anything, uh, anything new that you think might uh, be interesting, uh, let us know. There's this guy, or this show, uh, Geikon Shoujo. Nozaki-kun. This girl confesses her love for this dude, but he, and or he misconstrues it as he as she likes his shoujo manga work, and so she, he thinks that she's just a really big fan, and it's her trying to fix that by trying to. So I, I think that one seems kind of funny, and then the other one is Kuro um, Shitsuji Book of Circus, which is an A1 Pictures thing. Yeah, which is that a, was that it was. It's the. Um, uh, it's kind of like how uh, Monogatari has a bunch of series. Yeah. Remember uh, Kyosu Giga? The, that weird anime with the girl with the yeah. funny looking hammer? Yeah, it's that same series. Okay. But, um, but a different story. Yeah. So there's, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to check out this season. Hopefully I'll be able to see at least one episode of each. I haven't had a lot of time yeah, to watch Yeah, there's so much going on. Oh, there's movies too. That's weird. Yeah, so Ghost in the Shell 3 is coming out. Uh, Stand By Me with Doraemon is coming out. The movie, that is. Pokemon X and Y movie. Ooh, yeah. Um, Space Brothers movie. Oh, man, that's awesome. It's a short anime. Yami Shibai 2. It's retelling, or it's animated retellings of Japanese ghost stories. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Cool. So that's it for what <laughs> we're watching. I guess it's time to move on to our Tapagachi. We got uh, Christine, the anime noob here. She was asking what uh, what anime she could watch on a limited time schedule. Most people, some people, work uh, 40-hour work week jobs. <laughs> Not as many as, the, as there used to be. But so, um, America. What animes are out there that you could jump in and out of at any point in time so you could just watch whenever you want? Now, Christine, I know that you've seen Oran High School Host Club, and that was like pretty much it. Yeah. And then there were some movies that we showed you too, but there's um there's a lot of series out there that you have to watch in order, and you have to kind of invest time into, which isn't always that great. I feel so, like you just asked two different questions, though. You started by saying short animes, and then you said animes that you could just jump into at any time. Okay, so well, that could, it could be either one. However, you define anime on a limited viewing schedule. Okay. So, I mean, it could be short animes, and it could be animes that you can jump in and out of. Mm -hmm. Maybe I didn't jumble it up there, but they're still both relevant. Okay. So, I mean, the first one that always pops into my mind, the four comas, or four comas. People don't know what a four coma is, is they usually start out as as manga that are four panel each, almost in the same way that, you know, you got those Garfield collection books yeah. where you can read Garfield comics. Old Garfield comics and Calvin and Hobbes and whatnot. Yeah, that's what four comas are in Japan. They're just four blocks and they tell a, a simple joke. Well, they make animes about those and most of them come out to be, you know, Azumanga Daio or Nichijou, Nichijou or, you know, shows that, that you don't even have to watch a full episode. 
there's just like a whole bunch of segments broken up. I mean, four comas. Nietzsche Joe has like you can find like fifty comics online about it, and it's only like three books. Yeah, and um, apparently, due to unpopular opinion. Nietzsche Joe is not as good of an anime, blah, blah, blah. But I freaking just love Nietzsche Joe, man. If, you, if you're going to get into an anime that you don't have time to watch TV, any kind of TV show for, jump into Nietzsche Joe. It's yep. like one of the funniest animes I have ever seen. It, it, seriously, it, it goes right to the top of the, one of the funniest animes I've ever seen. Yeah. Even though people are kind of bashing it and being like, oh, they just copied Azamanga Daio. Well, you still have to kind of invest more time into Azamanga Daio. Not to mention, just think about all the other shows that are exactly the same in Japan. How many high school boys find a pretty girl and then, and then fight something? In anime or in real life? <laughs> well, I don't know. You be the judge of that. What, what do you think? I don't know about Japanese school boys in real life. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with Andrew's answer. <laughs> then there's also the shows like Space Dandy. And you look at Space Dandy, and that one's simulcasting in America, so you can you don't have to wait for it for one thing. Well, you, or you, you, rather, you don't have to wait for the English too. Uh, is, is what I mean because you do have to wait week to week still for it. <laughs> but um, it's not something that's as difficult to seek out, and you don't have to watch it in any kind of order. Now, I'm excited for Space Dandy season two because I wonder if they're going to break out something more. You know, if they're going to actually give it a story or something like that. I hope they bring that little alien girl back. The one that um, I do too. That was, was the best episode. Yeah, who was following uh, the Space Dandy? The around. boob alien? No, no, no. Not <laughs> <laughs> little Space Alien, Dylan. The little girl. Okay. Uh, who wanted to join Space Dandy's crew at the end, and and he was like, "Not until you're older." Well, what if like in this series is like a, a time jump, and she's older, and she joins the Space Dandy crew? I would really enjoy that. Yeah. Because because I, I suppose if they add another season. They do have to kind of switch up the character base a little bit. Yeah, know, so add add some new characters. Add a crew member or something yeah. like that. You know, something like that. Somebody else go. Um, <laughs> I can think of two short animes. Kids on a Slope is a really good short anime. Yeah, actually, that's one that you've seen, Christine. And that was one that we did commit to. That was, oh, such a good show. Yeah, it's only 12 such episodes, I think. Yep. Right? Um, and it's a complete story. Yeah. And it's really good. Uh, it is a, a slice of life anime about music, mm-hmm. especially I love all that music jazz. and friendship. Yeah. yeah, Christine likes all that jazz. Ah, so. was that a pun? <laughs> they play jazz. Um, Say yes or no, Christine. They yes. can't. They can't hear a smile. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is sort of similar. Eden of the East um, had 12 episodes and then I think, was it two or three movies? Three movies. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I would if I would bundle that in because you kind of do have to commit to that show. Where I don't know. It's still just 12 episodes and then I, the only thing you'd have to commit is time to sit down and watch a movie. But it's was just it three episodes? films. Yeah. Yeah, it's 12 episodes and then, uh, yeah. and then the three movies. See, to me, it seemed longer than that. There you go. But, more money, more for your time. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you also have short anime. <laughs> okay, short animes that are only like six episodes long, like Masters of Martial Arts, <laughs> a show that you can watch in three hours. Yeah, but I think you want to keep convince people to keep watching anime. Oh yeah, that's right. We're talking about people who. Uh, also, kind of like Christine. I don't know if we would show Master of Martial Arts to Christine. That's a pretty funny show, though. But you're right. There are episode, or animes out there that are six episodes long. I Rin. like Fooly Cooly. <laughs> you, you know, 
I guess you need to be kind of veteran in order to watch six episode anime series because so far we haven't mentioned one that I would show to somebody first. Yeah, both Rin and Masters of Martial Arts on two completely different ends of the spectrum of <laughs> would not show to a newbie, but yeah. fun to watch with friends. <laughs> However, Fully Cooly, Christine, you've seen. I have seen Fully Cooly. Now, what your first impression, what did you think of it? It was weird. Right, yeah, it's weird, but would you continue to seek out other things because of it? Um, probably not. Yeah, okay, so so Fooly Cooly's not on that list either. It's my favorite anime. You kind of got to be veteran to, to watch it. I had to watch it. How many times have we seen it together? Like three times? I don't Two, know. Twice or... It kind of jumbles in with how many times I've seen it. Yeah, regardless, you can watch it in three hours. Yeah. Uh, same with same with Masters of Martial Arts. Now, Rin is six hours because they're like 45-minute OVAs each. And then there are also animes out there that are only three minutes long per episode. Yeah. Um, A lot of those aren't really good. I know, yeah, I wouldn't suggest those to anybody either, because if you kind of show those to somebody, they don't have any substance. Wasn't, like, Inferno Cop really short? Inferno Cop is, yeah, you know what? That's a good one, but you really have to be, that, that is something you'd show to a guy friend. Yeah, I think that you would, you would definitely show Inferno Cop to somebody who's like, hey, do you like this Adult Swim show? You'd really like this show. Yeah, so Inferno Cop is definitely good for somebody who is specifically looking for that kind of a thing. Good answer, though, because I forgot about Inferno Cop. You could watch, speaking of Inferno Cop, it reminds me of Studio Trigger, something like the first couple episodes of Kill a Kill, you know? You could watch in, like the first episode, introduce the first episode to somebody, and if you want to watch another episode, show them No Late Day. Just watch the beach episode. <laughs> so, when they play soccer. Yeah, exactly. The beach episode, the bath episode, and the sports episode. Those are the only ones you need to watch. (laughs) Man, I still go back to Samurai Champloo, which actually, we, that's actually not a bad idea, because each episode of Samurai Champloo is is just a bit, a piece of their journey. Except for the last couple episodes. Yeah, like the last three episodes is a no, and the first episode, you kind of have... Well, no, the first yeah, episode, you can watch the first episode. Well, I know, but it doesn't lead into the second episode. It's another random adventure. So, yeah. So, as long as it's not the last three episodes of Samurai Champloo, you can... Because that's how we watched Samurai Champloo. We just checked it out on Adult Swim one time, and it was the uh, the episode where they meet the European Yep. Uh, at the noodle eating contest. And it made complete and total sense to just watch that episode. I think a lot of Cowboy Bebop episodes are like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's, it's definitely Shinichiro Watanabe's way of doing that. If you look at Space Dandy, Samurai Shampoo, and Cowboy Bebop, it doesn't work necessarily for kids on a slope at all, actually. It probably won't work for the new Terror one, either. But, I mean, if you think about it, if we're talking about people who haven't seen much anime to begin with, Shinichiro Watanabe's always a place to start anyways. I mean, yeah, we, we've said that countless times on this show, but it's never not a true fact. So, speaking of limited time, <laughs> we're kind of running out of time already anyways. So finding a, a I, I would like to hear other people's animes that they could just sit down and watch an episode and leave it for a while. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, for, for things like that, those are shows that I would want to check out because I actually do ju- did just get a full time job and I don't really have as much time to watch anime as I did before. I watched JoJo. So I'd like to see if there's any other shows out there that that we should watch because I want to kind of know what I, I have to watch in my limited time. I'm still going to watch my series. Yeah, one of the animes that um, that somebody told me that I absolutely have to watch from this season is No Game No Life. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Somebody, some that's we kind of traded. All right, time to move on to fan service. Fan service, which we have a lot. <laughs> we have a lot. So. 
Sit back and, and get ready. So first up, we have... Uh, oh, this is super exciting. We got some fan service from a new fan. Yeah, brand new fan. Servando. Yeah, okay. So he gave us a rundown of... All the stuff that that because um, he, he he's a brand new fan and he's listened to our entire podcast in in a very short time. So he actually has some opinions on on some older episodes that that we seem to miss out on, which is awesome. I mean, I'm glad that that we get feedback from old episodes. First off, he he said he found us on. Uh, by accident on a Windows app store. Yeah, and I asked him, I was like, or I just messaged, when I messaged him back, I was like, Windows app? That's a completely new one to us. I mean, how would you even find us from a Windows app? I don't know. But it's cool that yeah, they found us. But it's badass. Very, very happy that they did. So, Servando, uh, he sent us a couple thoughts from older episodes. First off being uh, from the romance episode when, when uh, Victoria was first on our show for doing uh, the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about his, his fan shipping, which he wanted to see Zuko and Katara. Which I completely disagree with. I don't think that ever should. I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it because I haven't seen it yet, so I can't. I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just know that that shipping is a thing, and a lot of people are very unhappy about it. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. You can have your own shippings. I, that's why shippings exist. Yeah. Which I, did we? I, it's been an old episode. We haven't heard it ourselves in a long time. But did we talk about fan shipping? Because that's a really good point that he brought up. Was that did we like mention that fan shipping is? I'm pretty sure we did because. I, I don't know of a of a shipping situation where crack shipping doesn't come up. That's that's very true. Um, yeah, you know, I'll probably have to listen to an older episode then. Um, but yeah, he's thinking uh, uh, Zuko and Katara. Yeah, people. But yeah. yeah, man, I'm all about fan shipping. I, I love uh, hearing people's opinions on who they ship with one another if it's not themselves. I know that people go to war over that one. Yeah, though. that one in Heck particular. Yeah, they do. It's crazy, yeah. especially the Zuko uh, Zuko Katara one. Uh, and then the next uh, piece that he sent us or that he wanted to add on was in our Attack on Titan homework episode. He mentioned Mikasa was supposed to be or was proposed to be the new the new main, main character. character. Him and yeah, him and Armin because because Aaron. Spoilers. Spoilers. In episode five, uh, Aaron gets eaten, which was absolutely it, out of this world. It blew everybody's mind when they saw it. Yeah. Um, uh, so he proposed the fact about what if that happened where the, there was a shift in the main character. And um, basically, I, I, I said that that would have been nuts, for, especially for Attack on Titan. Because that would have been completely out of left field. Nobody would have expected it. We saw this this series being about Aaron, uh, and then and then he's gone. Now we all know now that that is not the case. But I, I said I asked if he's seen any other animes that that did happen. Now here comes another spoiler, real quick. Uh, this anime has been out for a really long time, so if you haven't seen it, uh, I apologize. But uh, but this is a really important point. Gurren Lagann. That exact same thing happens. You think this character's the main character, they die, and then all of a sudden all the main characters shift around. Yep. So that was the one. What were the animes that he mentioned? Monica Magica. Like when the movies came around, Homero kind of took over. Oh man, uh, that that series really messed me up though. <laughs> I, was, I was so sad. 
Uh, yeah, that's a, that is a good example. So it, it does happen. And then, of course, uh, here's one that I don't really feel bad about spoiling, which is Death Note, because I had the entire thing spoiled for me, so I'm kind of bitter about it. Once L gets killed... Uh, though it's kind of a little different because he is yes he is a main character but he is a he is a side character so he didn't really have an uh, the same impact of the story that Light did uh, when after he died so it would be different if Light died in the middle of the series instead of L and then L all of a sudden became the main character uh, but then of course they brought back Nero who was just little tiny L near uh, uh, near yeah uh, who was just little L and then Mello who was like why that was awful. Then the last example he gave us was from Persona 3, which I didn't get into. So I haven't played Persona 3, so it was so that one kind of stands on on its own for for that. Anybody who knows Persona 3, definitely go ahead and agree it up. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much, Servano. We are so glad to have you as a listener, and we hope to hear from you again. Um, next up on fan service uh, is uh, from, of course, our buddy Keto. Uh, he, he had some things to say to us about other things. Yes, he was talking about anime memes. This was an anime meme that I thought of after we were done with the episode. And that was the, but it was me, Dio! From Fist of the North Star. From, from JoJo. Oh my gosh, edit that um, out. <laughs> Um, You're the one who edits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jonathan, edit that out. Future Jonathan, we made a mistake, man. <laughs> um, we had to go uh, the reason back. why I did that was because of some of the videos that he sent us. He yeah, sent us um, uh, Slam of the North Star, which, if you haven't heard, is the Fist of the North Star theme uh, remixed with, uh, the, with Space Jam. Spa- the Space Jam theme. <laughs> which he also sent us the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure theme with Space Jam. For some reason, Space Jam always gets mashed up. It's kind of like uh, Guile's theme goes with everything. Yeah. Which is technically also another meme because it's Japanese. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he, he sent me, uh, or he, sa- he sent us the, but it was me, Dio! And that is one of my favorite memes because, uh, especially after E3, when it uh, it's like, oh, you th- you thought he was playing a new Star Fox, but it was me, Dio. Like, uh, so funny. Yeah, um, Keto sent us a ton of stuff actually with memes. He knows a lot of memes. Uh, yeah, and um, the which I'm one... very excited about because I want to t- check all these out. The, he said he likes the uh, Ahega face one, <laughs> which is always funny. But the uh, other thing that he sent, which really interests me, was adding anime eyes to sharks. And calling them Sundere sharks. Yeah, the Sundere sharks. I've never seen that one before. Link in the description. Yeah. There's a link in the description for Sundere sharks. Um, and, but I, I was looking at them and they were so funny because, I mean, like they were just taking cliche lines from like from a- any anime with a Sundere. They're just putting it on shark. sharks. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't know why it's funny, but it is. Um, and then he wanted to update a little bit about the, um, the AKB48 guy who came in with saw uh and he and it, one of the main points that he wanted to bring up as far as his own news story that i passed along to us was was how the heck did a guy even get by security if there was security with a handsaw how did he get even close to this event with a handsaw i think japanese handsaws are a lot different than what we have in the u.s because you think about that one where it's like a I'm not even going to be able to describe it right, but the the ones in Japan are often they almost look like spears with like a, a saw on the end of it. But like you probably could conceal it pretty easily. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's your saw 101. <laughs> yeah, because whenever I think of handsaw, I think of like the uh, basically the skeleton uh, saw. That's basically like one one bar that goes uh, arches over the top, and there's a serrated tooth saw below it, and it's all attached by a handle. That's what I think of a handsaw. Yeah, I think here it's that one like that people actually play like a violin where they bend it. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the, the handsaws they have in Japan are a lot different, but what a weird attack weapon. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, if it was, like, making that wobbly sound, too? It's it like, sounds like thunder. <laughs> What's that noise? Anyway, so thanks, Keto Man. Uh, I know you sent us um, a couple of their um, memes as far as the uh, the shark attack through the door, uh, which I did know about that one, but I, di- I had never seen it for myself. Thanks, Keto. Okay, so the next... Uh... Next group of comments, we actually got some comments from uh, on our page at nerdyshow.com. Okay, yeah. Okay, so this is really interesting. Uh, Garrier um, on nerdyshow.com comments us that the, he, he thinks that the Subway Sandwich thing is brilliant and hilarious. But he also pointed out that the origin of that is from My Little Pony. Um, fan, uh, fan art, by the way, not yeah, the yeah, actual yeah. show. <laughs> um, yeah, so... The original art started by doing pictures where, like, My Little Pony characters were eating Subway sandwiches, and they weren't, like, censored or anything like that. They were just, like, literally eating Subway sandwiches. I don't know. The Princess Celestia one that he sent us was pretty suggestive. Because of that, he's saying that he's interpreting this to mean that there is now going to be Subway midget fan fiction now. Is these. <laughs> <laughs> so so I don't know Gary you're going to have to get on that and send it directly to Glitch you know yeah, he'll exactly send it actually yeah you can send it to us and then we'll send it he to might it. pay you for that yeah right <laughs> and um we just got a, a follow up comment from Archaeus which is Subway eat fresh <laughs> so thank you you guys and then for the first time ever on Nerdy Show... Yeah, on the Nerdy Show Network, so says Cap, we have um, some audio fan mail from our wicked fan, Gerardo. So, Gerardo, what did you say to us? Hello, Jonathan, Dylan, Andrew, Glitch, and any other members of the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is your wicked fan, Gerardo Gomez, here to greet you with an audio version fan mail rather than my usual writing. So let's get this started. From last episode, I remember you guys were talking about uh, anime memes. I am not very familiar with a lot of anime memes, surprisingly enough, other than the ones you mentioned. The twirling leak, the over 9,000, you know, the more common ones. But I've never really been a big meme fan, let's say. I've never really found any entertaining, except for the sandwich one, the subway one. That is very hilarious. I've known about that for quite a while, and if I know you guys didn't know about it, I would have showed it to you earlier. Oh my god. So you guys were also talking about the Power Ranger uh, movie. I would love to see that. I can't wait. Uh, I actually would like for them to bring back the crew, uh, the original Power Ranger crew, as a cameo, as you guys have mentioned before. Uh, just not have them in a movie, you know, just have them there as a Stanley-ish type of cameo, just have them there as background. Uh, Lord said would be a great villain, but I would prefer them to do something more original 
as much as I love Lord said, uh, I think doing something rather new would bring uh, newer fans in, and those old hardcore fans won't be disappointed that they say, "Oh my God, they ruined said. This is terrible." Ah. And also about the Godzilla movie. Yes, I know I wasn't a big fan of it, and here's a reason why. And I can't believe I'm admitting this on a podcast. I've only seen three Godzilla movies ever, including the the newest one. Uh, I've only seen the original. I've seen the terrible, terrible 2001, and the newer one. So that's probably why I didn't enjoy the Godzilla movie as much as you guys. I should go watch other Godzilla movies. I've watched a cartoon that was based off the Godzilla movie back in 2000, which also terrible. But I will, just for you guys, I will see all of the Godzilla movies out of principle and let you know how that goes as soon as I get that done. Also, as of this recording, uh, which I'm assuming is released somewhere on the 3rd, I will be at Anime Expo this year, as usual, for the past previous... How long have I been going? Since 05? So yeah, almost 10 years. Jesus. But depending on how that goes and depending on how long the lines are, which are always super long, about two to three hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not even... Even day zero. That The day zero is the worst. I'm going to be there. Me and my friends are going to be there from uh, 9 a.m. The doors don't open till 2 or 3. So it's going to be terrible. I'll take pictures, send it to you guys. Just show you how terrible, terrible large cons are. But hey, at least we're having fun. And that's all that matters, right? And we're back. I was so happy with the fact that you actually took the initiative and did that. That was so cool, man. How can you not be a fan of me, man? Come on, I mean, it's the internet. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, it's, of course it is. Because sometimes you just stumble upon, uh, stumble upon them, and that's where it's funny, which is why I really enjoy reading the comments to whatever Peter Payne posts from J-List on, on Facebook, because people just post new memes that I've never seen before. Yeah, I, uh, I don't seek out memes either. Yeah, so, I mean, but, just but when so I see them, funny. I love them. They're just so funny, uh, some of the things that people post uh, as far as comments, like comment memes. Yeah, I never thought of the point that he brought up in the Power Rangers thing where they could possibly ruin Lord Zed. And that is a completely valid argument. I still kind of want to see Lord Zed, because Lord Zed will always be existing in the regular Power Rangers thing. Because, but but if they mess it, if they mess up one aspect of this of the new Power Rangers movie, the whole thing's gonna be messed up. And then uh, finally, as we all know, that even yes, we are fans of Godzilla. There are a lot of Godzillas that are terrible. They are boring. They are long. So it's always best to watch Godzilla with friends. Yeah, watch it with a group of friends. Watch it with friends because if you do it by yourself, you will not make it. Cool. So that's all we have for uh, fan service. So let's move on to some shameless plugs. All right, guys. If you want to join our conversation, maybe even if you have some information on fan service, maybe you like some of the news stories that you heard. Uh, maybe you want to be like our wicked fan Gerardo and send us some wicked awesome audio because we will play it here on the show. So if that's the case, uh, you can send us anything you want at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. Even, even if it's Subway Midget uh, fan fiction. Yes. For glitch. <laughs> 
If you want to join us on Facebook.com, we're at Facebook.com slash WickedAnime, where we have frequent updates on episodes, uh, cool news stories that might pop up, anything of the sorts. If you want to join us on Tumblr, we have a Tumblr, uh, which is just WickedAnime. And then, of course, you can find us at NerdyShow.com, where if you are not listening to this podcast there, you can find us on iTunes. Rate and review, please. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, The first slot is still available. (laughs) And then, of course, you can find us at YouTube.com slash WickedAnimeReviews, where you can find all of our awesome, awesome show. Please subscribe. Yes, give us the subs. And and tell YouTube how awesome our show is. The Subway subs? (laughs) Eat fresh. <laughs> so that is the uh, that is all we have for today, uh, and we will leave you off. I kind of want to listen to to some some Space Jam, some Space Jam remixes. Is that what you want to do for music? Kind of. Do you want to do JoJo or Fist of the North Star? I guess I'll have to just wait and find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be finding out right now. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah, right now they would be finding that out. things in, in, yeah. that, in that clip um, that we show. In fact, I know. In fact um, next hardcore anime panel, we're actually going to be showing a different violence chat clip. And it's it's way, way more... Going to mix it up. Yeah, and there's actually no violence jack even in that clip. It's just it's just brutalness. It's just violence? Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> and Jack's in it, too. No, he's... Uh, yeah, that's what I said. He's not in it. Oh, I wasn't listening He's not in you. this clip. I know. I didn't even know you were here. How can, how can you not be listening? God. God were me. you even here just now? <laughs> that huh. was a callback to our Godzilla joke, where I didn't remember that Christine was in it. Yeah. I wasn't in the movie. No, you were not in the I movie. was with you. You weren't in the theater. Kickass was in the movie. <laughs> are we going to get back to Steve Harvey? <laughs> when are we going to get back to Think Like a Man? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wicked A! Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. 
As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling friends, rating, and reviewing on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com slash store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. To find out how you and your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes Store, and for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.